0: Urban International Station from around the way.
1: WFNK all day.
2: This is your girl Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl Is anybody
3: in here blessed? I'm
0: blessed. Is anybody in here blessed? I'm blessed.
4: phone, Text your people, they should. Get all the problems and your needs if you just. A lawyer, doctor, anything if you just. You got some questions about some things, you just. You a king, be the king, you just. Got proper comfort for the queens if they. Live in favor, see the dream. If get, get your phone, text your people, they should. So you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That's when i blocking passage to the throne. Don't die and worry how you getting home Preparation isolated and alone Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah Any type of music that'll move you. And we don't really care what you're doing We just walk up in the room like Is anybody in here blessed?
3: Is anybody in here blessed? Is anybody in here
4: blessed? I'm
0: blessed Is anybody in here blessed? I'm blessed
4: Phone, text your people. They should ask Christ. All the problems and your knees if you just ask Christ. Your lawyer, doctor, anything, if you just ask Christ. You got some questions about some things. You just ask Christ. If you a king, he the king. You just ask Christ. A proper comfort for the queens if they ask nice. Live in favor, see the dream. If you ask Christ. Get your phone, text your people. They should. Ask so you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa. Only way if you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Don't die and worry how you get home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that'll move you. And we don't really care what you're doing, we just walk up in the room like. anybody in here blessed? I'm blessed. I'm like. blessed. Feel you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone die and worry how you getting home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that'll move I'm blessed. I'm
0: blessed. I'm blessed.
2: So here's a voice you haven't heard in a while Happy Sunday everybody and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360 This is your host Brianna Fosu and we are live here at WFNK Radio I am so happy to be here I'm so happy to be back. I realized that last week when I was interviewing Patricia Lisser of Delisser of, um, Indigo Inspire for the Power Up Music Conference, which I heard was a a fantastic time. Um, I did not, I feel like I just kind of like slid back into your lives. No explanation, no, uh, goings on. Um, and I, and I know that a majority of my WFNK family and the majority of you are aware. Um, but I did want to go ahead and share and thank all of you for your prayers and hugs and love and, and things of that nature. Um, my mother passed away on Friday, April the 30th. And it has been, it's been a trying month and a half. Um, but one thing I learned and and it it was funny because I had actually done a show a couple of days before that I recorded a, a show a couple of days before that, just talking about London Lauren and her grief and how she's kind of working and powering through the grief and not necessarily healing from the grief because it's it's not something you ever quite get over. But I have, you know, gotten to a space where I acknowledge that this sucks. I acknowledge that. I, um, am not 100% okay, but I also realize that, um, to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. And for anyone who knew my mother, they knew that there was a lot going on with her medically and it would be selfish of me to say that I want her to stay, um, looking at her and her suffering. So I thank you all for your love. I thank you for your hugs. Thank you all for your prayers and patience as I have, um, been working to slowly make my way back here. And I am so happy to be back. So moving on, tonight's show is going to be a fantastic one. You know that I love to focus on mental health and especially, um, At this time for me right now, it is something that I have um, been focusing a lot on, Um, but I'll be talking about some of our favorite athletes, artists, celebrities, musicians, focusing on their mental health. First up, Miss Naomi Osaka is shaking the table, y'all. This one is super important. I didn't even know where I wanted to place it just because she is doing a mixture of moving mountains and just like getting her best life and telling people that um, I'm going to do what is necessary for me to do. And sometimes when you're doing that, sometimes when you're doing what is necessary, sometimes when you are doing what um, is best for your health in your sanity, people are going to be very unhappy about that. And you are going to do something that is so outside of the box that is going to piss somebody off that may not necessarily go along with um, what they envision for their day or their plan, but sometimes that's not something you can think about. Naomi Osaka just did something like unheard of. Twice. She did it twice. Um, she took a major step to protect her own mental health and she actually backed out of two very large, um, tennis events. So she actually wrote on Instagram about how she is going to be taking a step back from the, um, French tournament or the French open. Please don't like charge it. Charge it to my head because I'm I'm just not sure sometimes about the the terminology to all of this. Um, so she just spoke about how she is going to pretty much protect her mental health, um, and this came on the heels of just really like a bitter back and forth with reporters, news reporters, leading up to the a- that event. You guys know that a couple years prior to this, I was here talking about um just really the racially charged um coverage of what what was really Naomi Osaka's entrance into kind of um, the tennis scene for us. I'm sure she had been there prior to that, but for us that was our first time seeing her and it was up against Serena Williams and what was really um not the best game for her mentally, even if it was the best game for her you know, as far as her athleticism was concerned. Um, and just some of the things that went on and concerns to that. So just coming around to these events again, Naomi Osaka was very transparent about how she has suffered since that point with depression, with anxiety. And she thinks that it is best for her to take a step back so that people can really get back to focusing on the game, because y- y'all know these news reporters, they want to get the tea and nothing but the tea. Um, so I definitely want to talk about that and why it is important sometimes to just take a step back and not feel bad about it. Michelle Williams also talks about her mental health and she's very, very, um, she's a large advocate on mental health. She's a large advocate on making sure that, um, you know, we make sure that, we're healing and why it's important to check in with yourself. We check in with other people. We, we make sure that, um, we let other people know how we're doing, but sometimes it's good for us to really just t- kind of take, um, a self inventory and do some self-reflection, um, on how we're doing. Last but not least, Miss Simone Biles, who is just like, she's heating it up. This is probably like one of the times that I really even feel like, oh my gosh, what are they doing over there on the balance beams with the, you know, the gymnasts and stuff? I, again, the terminology goes right out the window for me. I have absolutely no idea what any of it is going on, but they look fantastic doing it. And she is really positioning herself to continue to be one of the best gymnasts just ever. Um, this might be her last one, but she talks about finding her balance. Um, she did a cover story with Glamour Magazine. And can I just talk about these photos? Can I just talk about the photos and how fantastic they were? You guys know I was here before talking about um, some pictures that she took for Vogue magazine that left everything to be desired, not some things, all things, okay? Okay. Church, stay with me. All things left a lot to be desired. Um. So what in 180 here? Looking at these shots from Glamour, she looks fantastic. So we'll talk about those mental health things because they are super, super important, especially as the world is getting ready to open back up and we are finding ourselves in the midst of a new transition. I'll also be talking about Alicia Keys' Soul Care Body Collection, which I had alluded to, um, to before here. Um, But we're talking about that, um, where you can find it, as well as what that has to offer. Um, Miria is uh, an Amazon meets Etsy for Black-owned businesses. So I'll be talking to you about that and how you can get into some Black-owned businesses that you may not have heard of, especially in honor of Juneteenth. And speaking of Juneteenth, you already know. You already know that I had to have something to say. So, recently, Juneteenth was um, now named a federal holiday. And in this episode of What I Asked For Versus What I Got what I got was Juneteenth as a federal holiday when what I asked for was defunding of the police and what I asked for was for black people to be treated equally. And I asked for a lot of other things, but this is what we got. Um we We got a day off of work. <laughs> they got a day off of work. And I'm going to try to like lean on the soapbox and not completely flip it over um and last but not least we'll also be moving into our moving mountain segment which you guys know i love the owner of the uh slutty vegan she is partnering up with shake shack um she has really continued to be such a fantastic present in the vegan, you know, field and the the vegan place. It has nothing to do with with her being vegan, but just just with it being black owned, as well as Mr. Jaden Smith, who is opening up a restaurant for homeless people to eat free. So that is what's coming up tonight here on Faith and Fashion 360. Again, so happy to be back with you. Thank you for your prayers, your love and support. And let's get into tonight's show. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
1: Uh, it's kind of crazy, it's kind of crazy that your name is Chris uh, Your name is crazy
5: uh, uh, uh. Cause that's what I need, that's what I need right now in this crazy place I met your friends, and they was all having conversation, but they was saying stuff that I couldn't understand, then, all of a sudden it felt like, I understood something I missed my whole life, for the first time I was wearing your shoes, for the first time I was hearing your views, uh, I never knew how complicated life is when you feel so isolated, and I know we don't speak much, cause when talking got hard, all I ever did was throw the peace up, my big sister Grace. I'm sorry, I never learned a sign. Uh. And even though you were born deaf, I pray you forgive me for the years I lived blind. Uh. Na, 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 na,
1: na.
6: Your girl Tamika Patton, and you're listening to WFNK. Oh, all
2: right, all right, dang. we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Naomi Osaka is shaking the table, and I love it. I love it. Let me tell you something. As a as a liberal myself, as a um you know, self-proclaimed, like, fashion queen. Like, I like to go against the grain within reason. Within reason, you know, I don't, jail's not, jail's not for me, but, you know, within reason, I like to go against the grain. And I think that it is very important in a place and in a society where we have so many rules, where people tell us about the things that we have to do, about the days we have to work, about the hours that we have to work, about the stop signs that we have to adhere to, like there's just there's there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of things that go on that are done for the civil good that are done in order to make sure that we are um, living our best lives um, and doing it safely. So within that space, within that belt, um, it really warms my heart to see people being like, "No, I'm just." I'm not. So Naomi Osaka quits the French Open after news conference dispute. Um, This comes on the heels of what has just been probably a very stressful three years for her. I mean, for us, we know it probably was not the best place to be in as you are kind of um, positioned as this antagonist against Serena Williams. And it just, you know, I'm sure for her, it was definitely very stressful. So as, as the time comes up again, I'm sure that is met with a lot of anxiety, a lot of mixed feelings, a lot of really just wanting to do your best, but knowing that, um, news reporters are going to be who they're going to be. And they're going to keep bringing up things that may not have, um, that, that may not elicit the best feelings for you. So the four-time Grand Slam tournament winner wrote on Instagram that she had suffered from bouts of depression since 2018 and that she would take some time away from the tennis court. Um, You know, she spoke about how, um, you know, she just feels like, um, you know, being in front of the news reporters and, and continuously being asked these questions about something that really, she would like to move on from and things that, you know, she was other people would move on from. And that's not, that's not quite happening. Um, everybody didn't quite get the memo. Um, so I definitely want to shout her out for that because I think that it is, it is necessary before I even get into the article, um, to just sometimes not just, you you don't have to accept what people are giving you. You don't have to accept that you just have to deal with this because this is your job. Um, so that's definitely one thing I want to say. Um, so she made a career move and she said, I'm writing this to say that I'm not going to do any press during Roland Garros. Um, I've often felt that people have no regard for athletes' mental health, and this rings true whenever I see a press conference or partake in one. Osaka made it clear that it was nothing personal against the French tournament. Um, she would just like to see some changes made around mental health. We're often sat there and asked questions that we've been asked multiple times before or asked questions that bring doubt into our minds, and I'm just not going to subject myself to that. To subject myself to people that doubt me. She believes being made to answer questions about game losses is like kicking a person while they're down. Writing, I've watched many clips of athletes breaking down after a loss in the press room, and I know you have as well. At several um, tennis tournaments, players are expected to speak to the fr- uh, the press after each match or pay a fine. For Naomi Osaka, she just hopes the amount she's fined will go toward a mental health charity. Tennis player Venus Williams summed it up perfectly, writing on Instagram, Girl, do you. Your life is yours to live. Um, so she was subsequently fined for um not participating in any of the press conferences and she was like that's cool first of all she's like that's she' she didn't say that but I'm saying it. that's nothing for her right like she's like I got that um but I you know one of the things that she said definitely rung true for me and I think that it um it, it's true I have always felt very I'm I'm, I'm super on the fence just about sports and athletes like on the one hand you get paid millions of dollars to be very good at throwing a basketball and I know that they do lots of work um so like on the one hand I'm like "Eh, I don't know that I feel bad for you because somebody needs to throw me that but then on the other hand I also feel like because you are throwing this money because you are given x amount of dollars You need to just accept that people are going to throw water bottles at you. You need to accept that people just are not going to like anything you do, no matter how hard you try and no matter um, how much of a family person you are. I ran across this article the other day that said that LeBron James is the most hated athlete in basketball. How weird is that for you to hate somebody that you don't know? I just feel like sports just bring out the super weird in people. And I I just, I I think that no matter how much of a price tag you put on people, no matter how much you say they're getting paid, no matter how much luxury they've entitled themselves to by placing themselves here in this field, in this arena, they are still entitled to respect. They're still entitled to feeling like people. And it's not up to us to say, you got to be here or I'm going to find you $2,000 or you have to wear these things. Just, I don't know. It's just super weird to me. Um, But I also guess it's just it. It's one of those things. I don't know. I don't know. And I hate to say that about anything. I hate to say it's just one of those things. Um, You know, it's just one of those things that if you are in this space of work. You have to expect that somebody's going to go through your emails or it's just one of those things that if you decide to use a smartphone you're going to have you like an FBI agent that just goes along with you everywhere you go like it's just it, it's just one of those things and that's just not that shouldn't be So I definitely want to shout her out for that. I will absolutely share these articles for you to continue to read. She has since taken down um, those Instagram posts. But shouts to you, girl. That's also going in uh, my Moving Mountain segment because way to stick it to the man, okay? You got enough money that you could stop playing tennis forever. Um, But then it's just one of those things where, you know, you love this thing and you enjoy doing this thing. Um, But then it starts to become coupled with um, all of these things that become super negative. So I guess it's kind of a toss up and you just you never quite know um so when we come back i'll be talking about miss simone biles who is um she is doing all of the 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 best things there on the uh being a gymnast and 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 all of that that good stuff that's like it's like the only time where i watch gymnastics i don't know what i'm looking at but she looked good flipping on the thing because i i couldn't do it so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back
6: won't be bonus to any man. John 8:33. 3, 3. We did the sinners of Abraham. Yes, yeah, you be made free. John 8:36. To whom the Son set free is free indeed. He say the rich like me. Hallelujah! 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. and wake up, with Judas kissing makeup, even with the bitter cup, forgave my brothers a drank up, did everything but gave up, stabbed my back, I came front, still we win, we prayed up, even when we die, we raise up, ain't no want no we need it, the powers that beat have been greedy, we need ours by this evening, no white flag or no treaty, we got the product, we got the tools, we got the minds, we got the youth, Wow, we on the loose, people is lying, we are the truth Everything old should now become new, the Lisa will be green, bearing the fruit Love God and our neighbor as written in Luke, the army of God and we are the truth <laughs> I'm Pastor Phil Davis from Greater Shallow Church in Eastern Pennsylvania. Take some time to get the word in your life by stopping into your local church on Sundays or by listening to the Sunday Sermon at 10 a.m. on WFMK Radio.
7: All right,
2: all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Simone Biles is the greatest gymnast in history. There's like an article. It. This is, this is for real. This is not just me saying that because I love her. She's broken just about every record there is to break. 25 world championship medals, four never before done moves named after her, and a performance level so fearless it raised the bar for the entire sport. She's still at the top of her game at 24 years old, making her one of the best all-around athletes of our time, a competitor whose name will fee- forever belong in the same breath as Serena Williams, Michael Jordan, And Michael Phelps. But for all of that goat talk, it's easy to forget that this is a woman who redefined the limits of what the human body is capable of while carrying the mental burden of competing for an organization that failed to protect its athletes, including her, from a documented culture of abuse. Um, Simone Biles is just like the rest of us, signing on to Zoom from home, waiting to get back out there um she used her unexpected downtime last year to buy her own house in texas a space she designed for her and her two frenchies um she spent most of quarantine during the early days anxious um but also baking banana bread and tie-dying sweatshirts navigating a postponement would mean another year of pushing her body to its limits and bile's job relies on her body a finely calibrated machine conditioned by thousands uh, thousands of hours of workouts to peak at precisely the right moment every four years. Um, she talks about depression. She thought about quitting. Um, the decision to stay in gold medal shape wasn't for um, just about keeping her body in peak condition. It would also mean shouldering the mental burden of another year of having to compete as part of the USA Gymnastics, the governing body of the sport. So, um, you know, she just spoke about, um, the unfairness of asking survivors to be spokespeople for their own abuse. Um, you know, just talking a little bit about, so if anybody is not aware, she was on the gymnastics team, um, during the time where the coach, was it the coach? I want to say it was like the medical examiner but a couple of the players had actually come out about sexual assault by um one of the officials for the team so she continued to talk about that although she couldn't speak too much because it is still under um, investigation. Um, but you know, one of the things that she, she spoke about freely was just that she loves the sport. So even though it is the hard work, she says that I know I'm doing it for me. I do it because I still have such a passion for it. But after years of the laser focus it takes to be the greatest in history, Biles has also spent the last year finding some equilibrium in a life that had previously been all about work. Before, I would only focus on the gym, but me being happy outside the gym is just as important as me being happy and doing well in the gym. Now it's like everything's coming together. Part of this balance includes self-care, eating Mexican food, relaxing with her boyfriend, and trying to find a hobby. I feel like everything was painting or knitting or doing something cool in quarantine. So I was like, I'm going to learn how to do my makeup, my hair, and my nails. I almost ruined my nails, so that is no longer permitted. I've definitely gotten better at doing my hair, but clearly I'm not gifted in that department. I'm just really trying to find who I am. Allowing herself this balance, this ability to be a young woman who can unwind with a good cocktail and a group of friends just as easily as an athlete who can do a double backflip with three twists took work and therapy. I've learned it's okay to ask for help if you need it. She was resistant to the idea of therapy at first. One of the very first sessions, I didn't talk at all. I just wouldn't say anything. I was like, I'm not crazy, I don't need to be here. But therapy, her therapist explained, wasn't for people who are crazy. It was just an outlet for her to be able to talk about anything going on in her life gymnastics or otherwise. I thought I could figure it out on my own, but that's sometimes not the case. And that's not something you should feel guilty or ashamed of. Once I got over that fact, I actually enjoyed it and looked forward to going. It's a safe place. She also talked about how after the 2016 Olympics, she took time off for the first time in her life. When she came back to the gym to start training, she did it on her own terms. The Simone that I knew and dealt with in 2016 to get her prepared for the Olympics, this is definitely a different Simone now. Now Biles has the benefit of competing as a woman in a sport that prizes youth. I'm not a little girl anymore. It's definitely up to me. Nobody's forcing me whenever you're younger. You feel like it's a job and you have to be pushed But now it's like this is what I want to do. So that's why i'm here it shows Um, so you know, I think that this is Definitely I mean listen for one of the greatest gymnasts in the world, if that is something that she's able to do, we should absolutely be able to do it. So I brought this up and I just spoke a little bit about um kind of the ins and outs of that article just because um we're getting ready that the world is opening back up, y'all. And for some of us, that's exciting. And for some of us, it's not so exciting because we have spent, when did this start? March of 2019, right? March of twenty twenty. Just kidding. March of twenty twenty. I don't even know what day it is. Um, March of twenty twenty is when things really kind of came to a head with COVID. And um it has taken us this time, this year and three months, to really um transition into being virtual, into being on Zoom, into, you know, getting out of this place where we rely on social interaction because it wasn't there. So for a lot of us, we have become hermits. For a lot of us, we have, you know, we've gotten to a place where now we have to retrain ourselves on uh, social interaction and social cues and, you know, how to stand in line. And I'm going to tell you one thing. Yo, a girl over here, I'm wearing a mask for the rest of my life. When I found, like, those visor masks, the ones that, like, I can still put my lip gloss on and have a full beat face underneath, when I found those, That was all I needed. On top of the fact that I have very, very bad allergies. So they protect me from all of the pollen that is going on here on God's green earth. Because it is terrible. I go wash my car today and walk out in an hour and my car is green. What's happening? So we're all getting ready to kind of transition back into... A place that that we were. And for some of us, it's going to be, you know, uh, easy as one too. For some of us, it's going to be like, all right. I got to think about whether or not I want to go to this social gathering. Whether or not I want to go to this party. The fact that I'm going to have to go back to work five days a week. The fact that um, just, you know, I could go to the grocery store again. Like, it's going to be an adjustment. And I think that if we really think about it and really try to do things on terms that work for us and don't feel like, okay, I got to get it all together at one time. It's going to be a lot less stressful and we're not going to feel as helter-skelter about it. Um, So when we come back, I'll continue on with that school of thought. Miss Michelle Williams speaks on depression, healing, and why it's important to check in with yourself. So for anybody who is really just getting... Getting ready to get back into the thick of things This might be um, a helpful topic for you as well So make sure you're following me on Faith and Fashion 360 The radio show on Facebook I will post all of these articles and more there So get into some music and we will be right back Alright,
5: let's do this Ooh.
3: I'm giving it up.
1: No more hiding, no more stalling I hear you calling me And I'm calling, see me running I give in, I give in. You win I give in, I give in You
5: win I try but I just can't keep this thing to myself Look time low and I know ain't nobody else But I'm focused now and I know it's all about you You always see me through, that's what you do Tell me, tell me where would I go and where would I be Love's hard to find but you blind and losing your way And now ain't nobody else for me, it's just you You got
1: my time all the time, anytime I my mind's on you
5: Me and they say I'm going too far. But it's satisfying my soul to give you my all. They don't understand what I got, it's so real. They can talk about me, they can kick me out, but can't take away what you give. People telling me that I'm probably too far gone. But they don't understand where I've been, and they walk the road that I walked on. Tell me who I'm gon' call on. What solid ground can I follow? You everything that I never dreamed of, you give me meaning, it's all on you. You know you got me deep up in this thing, I'm all in. I swear, ain't no love like this love that I've been giving I can't resist; it's just too much. Your love is endless, and I don't care what they say no more. No don't way get I did
6: and boo, and you're listening to WFNK all day, sugar.
2: All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So <laughs> this one's... The reason why this is funny is because, um, because of the reason why it came about. Social media is such a weird freaking place. So... <laughs> There was like this, um, Twitter discussion that just exploded out of nowhere for lack of a better word. <laughs> and, um, there were just these funny memes. So they, there was a clip of the video girl by Destiny's Child. If anybody's is not familiar, I'm actually gonna, I'll, I'll play the song after this, um, after this segment, I'll play the song because it's Faith and Fashion 360 approved. If anybody's not familiar with the song, it is about um a verbally abusive, she wasn't in a physically abusive, she was in a verbally abusive relationship. But it was so funny because um Kelly was, you know, the person in the relationship. And she went to dinner with, or lunch, whatever it was, with Beyonce and Michelle. And as soon as homegirl sat down, they just went in. It was like an intervention and she didn't even know what was going on. Like, they were like, we're very worried about you. Like, we're your girls, we're your tribe. We're here for you. We love you. And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. And the whole song was just about them really just trying to get her to a place where she understood that the situation she was in was not the best. But of course we make jokes out of everything. And there was just a clip where like Kelly was looking over at Michelle and Michelle was like, nah girl, I want to know the same thing. Like it was just, it, it was hilarious. So anyway, she spoke about, um, you know, the importance of having your tribe and being there for each other. Um, and how that's still a powerful message and significant message considering that 17 years have passed and, you know, a lot of responsibilities and priorities have changed since that song, but it's still definitely important. Um, so she talked about why checking in with God, yourself and others is so important for such a time as this. Um, so she <laughs> she basically said that um, she decided to share the intimate details about, um, her depression, about, you know, what she had been going through in her new book, Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. She also shared the importance of how she's overcome public shame, embarrassment, and humiliation, as well as how she navigates mental health in her relationships. Um, She was asked, how difficult was it for you to openly share and pen your mental health journey and experiences? She said, so many people told me about the healing effects of writing. So a girlfriend and I went to a cabin one weekend and I began to write and voice everything. It was like a therapy session. As a singer, I'm used to putting everything in a voice recorder. So writing the book wasn't different. It was very healing and very restorative. She was also asked in the book, you shared a story about how when you originally joined Destiny's Child and were asked about your name, who do you think little girls want to be, Tanitra or Michelle? Although you chose Michelle, there was a part of you that also thought about how much my feelings of unworthiness may have sprung from comments just like that one. I wonder how much influence I lost by exchanging that label. Reflecting on that, how have you peeled away those layers and labels to truly embrace your authentic self? She said, just so people know, Destiny's Child did not make me depressed. The music industry did not make me depressed. This is something that I've been dealing with since the seventh grade, but I was finally able to put a name to it by my 30s. At first, I was scared to include that part because this is not a tell all book, but based on the way it was written and the heart of the book, by now people know Tanitra Michelle. They know I'm not out here trying to ruin my 20 year friendships with Beyonce and Kelly. Besides, Michelle, in the beginning of Destiny's Child, didn't know what she was doing. So a part of me felt like I could keep Tanitra to myself. I am Michelle, but at times, Michelle served as a cover-up or a mask. But it was Tanitra who was wounded and hurt. Tanitra needed the miracle and emotional healing. Now, the only label I've got that matters is God's. God's creation, God's work, and God's child. Um she she's also always asked like a bunch of destiny's child questions, and I just to just to kind of take it aside, I think that again, for anybody who's just getting ready to position themselves to be in the public eye a little bit more to be kind of vulnerable and open to what people have to say, because people just have a lot to say about everything. I think that it is very important for you to, um, make sure that you have a firm and strong foundation. So, um, for anybody who does not know, um, I have a business that is called Bella and Co Beauty. Make sure you visit www.bellaandcobeauty.com and it's spelled out. It's not the 8% sign. Um, but I have found very great success in my business within the last 90 days. Um, my products are currently in the King of mall. I also have my products in two other retail spaces. I've uh, been doing a bunch of pop-up shops and it's just it's just going very very well. Somebody told me that my mom got to heaven and immediately went to work. Um but in doing that, I had to decide and make a decision on whether or not I was truly truly ready for this. I have prior to this really been getting a lot of presented with a lot of opportunities, but I wasn't ready for them. I didn't have the inventory. I didn't have the motivation. I didn't have like the umph to really be like, yeah, I'm about to put my whole back into this. I didn't have it. And I had to be very, very honest with myself about that. Um, and also just realize that I just wasn't in a space that was quite ready for it yet. I do thank COVID for kind of, um, you know, putting me in a space where, where I could be ready for that. Um, but it's important when you're getting ready to elevate that you do that elevation and make sure that you have a strong and firm foundation. Because if you don't, um, you wind up doing more harm than good. And God will always make sure that you are positioned in a place where you are ready, but then it's up to you to just kind of take that step. So she was also asked, for those who may not fully understand the weight of mental illness or they're on the outside looking in and all they see is the glitz and glam, what do you say to those who may think if your life is that good, then what's there to feel depressed about? You might be successful, functioning well, but there may be things that you need to process. Trauma, transitions, and even triumphs. Everything doesn't have to come tumbling down before you go seek help. The main purpose of money is that it enables me to pay my bills on time. And now, thankfully, it enables me to get help. She also reflected on some, you know, past relationships, um, you know, the things that she's learned, um, and really just talking about how she wished she had taken off the Superwoman cape and shared more about my mental health sooner than later. I wish I had done that with the man that I was engaged to. I can do it now. But back then, I couldn't. Um, and she just also talks about why it's important to, to, you know, ask for help, um, and how difficult it was for, you know, her to experience something so private on a public platform. She said, by the time I walked into a mental health facility, the shame had already left. My lip wasn't even waxed and I didn't take any clothes with me. One of the nurses went to target and bought clothes for the duration of my stay, include, including, uh, underwear, whatever I needed. Shortly thereafter, my manager called and said that a certain media outlet needed confirmation about my whereabouts since it was about to go public. So I released a statement merely because I didn't want them to tell my story. I wanted to control my own narrative. That's when the shame, embarrassment, and humiliation came. There's a lot of reasons why people don't go to therapy, but I pray that your desperation and your wellness outweighs all of that. Let God do what he's going to do with everyone else because it's going to work out for you. Your life and your well-being has to outweigh your pride, the fear, and the shame. Part of the reason why the shame left when I arrived at the mental health facility was because I was so desperate for help. Shame can't be in the same spot as desperation. In other words, silence the fear and let courage and bravery be amplified. Shouts to Michelle, man. Shouts to Michelle. I mean, she definitely has had a tough go. People continue to like, (sighs) y'all gonna stop disrespecting Michelle, okay? I'm gonna play some of her music too. How about that? Because when Jesus says yes. Nobody can say no. Um, So definitely shouts to her for really just continuing to be open about that. I think that it's important sometimes to, again, you control your own narrative. So there's nothing about this that you can make me feel bad about. And, um, you know, you go get your own help. It is absolutely necessary, as I say it all the time. Just make sure that you are doing the best you can for you. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, we'll be talking about Miss Alicia Keys, who is um, launching her Keys Soul Care. Um, And it is all about loving your body exactly the way that it is. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about that. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook for all updates and more. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
1: So All day.
2: Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Afosi
1: you sure. Don't, have so you, don't you, I know you. Your you know that we love you, I can tell you've been crying talk to I can see it in your eyes I can tell he's been lying I can see it in and you you don't have to be high be you're my you're my girl, we're girls Don't you know that we love you? take a good look at yourself girl. He got you going through girl. do you mean you need us to help? Girl. We know each other to help You're my girl, we are girls. Don't you know that girl? I can tell you've been crying, and you need somebody to talk to. The girls that you attend, you cannot hide from your friends, girl. You don't have to be hiding. Don't you be ashamed to say he hurt you? I'm your girl, you're my girl, we are girls do not you know that we love you? Girl, I can tell you've been crying and you're needing somebody to talk to Girl, I can tell he's been lying and pretending that he's faithful and he loves you Girl, you don't have to be hiding, don't you be ashamed to say he hurt you I'm your girl, you're my girl, we're your girls Won't you know that we love you?
2: All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WF and K Radio. It's no secret that Alicia Keys is all about skin. Since making the bold decision in 2016 to stop wearing makeup, the singer has continued to encourage countless others to bear it all. That's why the launch of her skincare brand, Keys Soul Care, was so different from the rest. With the mission of improving both what's happening on the inside and what's on the outside, Keys Soul Care has put as much emphasis on smooth, glowing skin as they have a sound mind and spirit. Its most recent launch encompasses the same thing, this time, however, for the body. The collection comes with three different formulas to revamp and enhance your body routine, a body cream, body oil, and body wash. They're so amazing because they really fit perfectly into the everyday routine. "'They smell beautiful and it just lingers "'in this sweet way,' Keith said. "'I love the ritual and I love the mantra "'that says I love myself as I am. "'It's such an amazing way to just connect to yourself. "'I love just being able to get out of the shower "'and put a little bit of this on "'and my skin feels extra smooth.'" It's the singer's hope that the products allow consumers to not only tap into a more radiant complexion, but to also unlock a new level of self-love. Everything I do is an act of creation. I hope this collection just changes how you feel about yourself and I think we have a lot of feelings about our bodies. We go through a lot, usually tons of judgment and just overthinking. So I think this is a beautiful way to get to know yourself and to uplift yourself and remind yourself that you're perfect the way you are. "'Products aren't the only way that Keys cares for herself. "'I love to be good to my body. "'Sometimes I'm better than other times. "'She lists drinking water "'as one of the foremost things she does to stay healthy. "'I think water is a major, major magical secret. "'It's such a simple thing that we take for granted "'and it is literally just life-changing. "'I have this huge canteen that I carry around everywhere "'and when I don't have it, I feel like I'm lost.'" And while she also lists eliminating dairy as a game changer, it's something else that truly keeps her on track. I like to take care of my body through meditation. I find that a lot of people um, are telling me that you're aging backwards. And I really feel like it's because of the meditation as well. Just being able to kind of take that time and have those moments to really just create some peace in a hectic, mad world, it helps. Totally. I'm telling you, um, it's funny because the other day I've, i you know, I've been trying to drink my water. I don't get too much, um, into the makeup if I don't have to. My sister asked me if I was having another baby. I was like, Oh, hold on. Wait a minute. It's just, this is just my skin guys. Um, but it really does. It, it definitely, it definitely works wonders. um, So, you know, these products, I'll tell you a little bit about the products. So, they are going to be available June 27th in-store at Ulta Beauty, July 19th online and in-store, July 19th online at Cult Beauty, July 19th online and in-store at Nocibe, France. Um... The Renewing Body and Hand Wash is currently available for $24. The Sacred Body Oil. And I mean like the packaging is just, it just looks like light. Like it should just be on a beach somewhere. Like I love it. She has Nourishing Body Cream. Um, And all of these pieces are actually available for under $40, which is not bad for like really good skincare. And I feel like if I was to go and purchase anybody's skincare stuff, it would be Alicia Keys. Like the article was saying, this is so different because homegirls, like she stopped wearing makeup for a minute and she really went on like this whole journey despite the criticism, despite people talking about she looks tired and just all of the rude things that people say about everything. Um But she really just kind of went on this journey of letting that go because for a lot of people wearing makeup can be a mask. People are just super uncomfortable without the makeup, without the foundation, without the highlighter, without the lashes. Now me, I wear lashes wherever I go. That's just going to be that. Everybody has like their, everybody has like their one thing. But I, I wear them right? even if I don't have makeup on. There's gonna be lashes. Um, but a lot of people use it at kind of a a mask as, you know, like that first impression, and then there's not a lot of substance underneath because you haven't quite figured it out or because you focus so heavily on this mask that, you know, now what? So, you know, I really found that she kind of went on this journey despite the criticism, despite what what people had to say and what people thought, and really kind of went and, and did this whole business out of it, and I feel like it's authentic it seems like an authentic thing, right? Because, you you know, once the pressure was on, once people started to criticize, because I mean, Alicia Keys was on red carpets, no makeup, bare-faced. And now people are like, wow, you look like you're aging backwards. I'm telling you, they laugh and then they copy. They laugh and then they're like, what are you doing? So shout to Alicia Keys for Keys' soul care. Um, Like I said, she's got body oils, she's got body mist. She's got pretty much um, everything that you need to really take your body on a journey with or without the makeup so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 when we come back i'm going to be talking about a new um platform that is helping to increase the awareness of black-owned businesses it's called miria and it is supposed to be the amazon meets etsy for black-owned businesses so stick around get into some music and we'll be right back here on faith and fashion 360.
1: When the wind is blowing in your face Sometimes in life you don't see straight Pray to him, he will show When your head is in a certain place Nobody around to make you safe and strong
6: is your girl, Tamika Patton, and you're listening to WFNK Oh. All right,
3: all right. We dang. are back
2: here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu live here at WFNK Radio. So shopping from Black-owned businesses just got a lot easier thanks to the app, Miria. While we understand the convenience of Amazon and the popularity of Etsy, those retail sites don't let potential customers purchase exclusively from Black-owned businesses. Brands. Enter Miria, which gives these companies a platform to sell their fashion, beauty, and lifestyle products in an easily accessible way for consumers. The name Miria is a word from the African language of Bambara, which is a founder Lamin Locals native language. It means thoughts and ideas or philosophers and thinkers. The app lets vendors sign up without transaction or listing fees. The vendor receives 100% of their earnings. So when you shop, the money is going straight to these small businesses. They said, we created this app that lets you shop black-owned businesses on one app. We do not profit from the app. The businesses will be given an option to give a percentage of what they earn back to the community, to fund healthcare, education, so- shelters, lunch programs, practice socialism. My goal for the site and the community is to run this website in a socialistic way, like Wikipedia and PBS. There are absolutely no fees for vendors, and all money made from the site will be seeped back into solving different issues in our community. In the future, I plan to have optional donations where the public and vendors can participate and this website will be used to fund issues we always have to beg to be solved. I plan to put things like community fridges in front of businesses and houses where people who are hungry in the community can just open them and not have to go without food. Local continues, I also plan to use any funds to fund the community's healthcare, education, and more. I want to run this in a different way than other businesses, where the main goal is to make sure no one is left behind. I want to reach a point where if we see someone on the street who's struggling, homeless, we take them off the street and better their lives. I'd like us to reach a point where we'd fund ourselves so we don't have to rely and beg outside sources that continuously give us crumbs over the span of decades. Please let someone know that this app exists, so now y'all know um I might go ahead and sign up for that thing as well. um you know, I just think sometimes it is very difficult being a black owned business. There is just, and, and, you know, on theme for the rest of our lives, but um, there is just this comb that is placed over everything we do. Um, And for anybody who is a small-owned business, you know that there are a lot of leaps and bounds that you have to make. There are a lot of mistakes that you make. There are a lot of things that you do that um, are wrong, There are things that you will continue to do that are wrong. There are um, triumphs that you make, but people tend to focus a lot on the failures. People tend to focus a lot on things that you did wrong and you're not able to flourish and you don't get that grace and understanding that other businesses may receive. Um, So I think it is definitely very difficult. I myself can say that I've, I've felt Sometimes that, you know, if if I got um, the quantity of something wrong or if I forgot a thank you card, like I just felt like that was the end of the world because, you know, there is just such this expectation placed that is um, that can be stressful, that can be stressful. So um, I enjoy platforms like this that create kind of a community regarding being a business owner, being somebody who um, really is doing something that they love and enjoy, and just want other people to benefit from it, um, while also getting themselves out there without feeling like if they are human, if they do things that may not necessarily, um, you know, be the best, or you know, they make a mistake or they make a misstep, as all businesses do that they will be able to come back from it. Um, So a lot of the businesses that are already placed on there have sales going on in honor of Juneteenth, and that is a perfect segue into the next thing that I want to talk about. So on June the 15th, the U.S. Senate unanimously passed a resolution stating Juneteenth would become a federal holiday. And I got some stuff that I want to say. Because we, did we ask for that? Did we like, Do we, uh, is that what we wanted in the, in the wake of things going on? I don't know, you tell me. So we're here at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'll talk a little bit about that here. Uh, make sure you are following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
7: we
6: You're listening to WFNK Radio, Northeast Pennsylvania's premium
2: urban radio station. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Alfoso, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So, if anyone is not familiar, let's just... I'm going to do like a quick history lesson, just real, real quick. So, Juneteenth, is anybody... You may know Juneteenth is, let's, let's talk about it. Um, Juneteenth is, I don't necessarily even want to call it a holiday, right? I don't, I don't think I would call it that day. Um, it's also known as um, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, Emancipation Day, and it's celebrating the emancipation of African Americans who had been enslaved in the United States, This originated in Galveston, Texas, and it is now celebrated annually on June 19th throughout the United States with increasing official recognition. This officially became a holiday a few days ago, like a nationally recognized federal holiday. So it's like a bank that banks is closed, so it's serious um the holiday celebrated on june 19th marks the ending of slavery in texas which was the final state to adhere to its illegality in 1885 in order to have the holiday become law it needs to pass the house and be signed into law by president biden since yesterday since the announcement critiques and questions have poured in with many wondering if the holiday will be paid who has a right to celebrate and yada 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 Um, but there are a lot of people who are just very up in the air about this announcement because have you ever seen the, uh, the memes on Instagram, like what I asked for versus what I got and what I asked for was beautiful. It was done well. The lines were clean. It tastes good. And what I got just really missed the mark. And I feel like what I got was Juneteenth what I asked for was that my husband could go to the grocery store and come back safe. And what I asked for was the ability for me to throw some dreadlocks in my hair and go wherever the heck I wanted without perceived discrimination and microaggressions. And what I asked for, I, we asked for a lot of things. Like we asked for a lot of things and we got Juneteenth. And while that might have been something we asked for, I'm going to just go ahead and say on behalf of like all of us brown people, it was towards the bottom of the list. Um, So someone said on Twitter, imagine making Juneteenth a federal holiday when laws are being enacted all over the country that will prevent people from being taught why it's a holiday. Mm
4: -hmm, mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. Mainstream interest of Juneteenth was reinitiated last year following the protests of the killings of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Tony McDade, and the countless others who were killed by police officers or white supremacists. Devon uh, Tevin Blair clarified his dissent, saying that he was not upset about the holiday being acknowledged by the federal government, but rather other the fact that the black community will continue to struggle to have basic needs honored. I just want to see general generation change other users brought up the fact that there has been no movement on making lynching a federal hate crime there's there's that too i'm totally in support of congress making juneteenth a federal holiday but i find it hilarious how they can vote on that so quickly but have not come to a consensus on a lynching bill or voter protection bill window dressing and bells and whistles are always the go-to (sighs) <sighs> Juneteenth becoming a federal holiday Is a huge win in milestone But we can't stop here I continue to encourage all companies And corporations to recognize and observe Juneteenth as a paid holiday Um yeah I just I don't know I'm just not I'm not appeased I'll just say that Okay so, I don't know, what are your thoughts? What do you guys What do you guys think about that? It's a day off. We get a day off, but do people truly understand? Is it just one of those um like Memorial Day things that a lot of black people <laughs> don't care about? Like I just I don't know. I I look at like the Memorial Day and the Independence Day and I'm like for whom? For who? Uh, Should I celebrate that? I don't know that that's on trend with my life and how free my people are because we have not felt free for a very long time. But anywho... Foot off the soapbox. I'm done. I don't have anything else to say. Um, So we will definitely, I'll definitely keep you posted on the progress of that here at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to be moving on to our Moving Mountain segment. You guys know that I love to do that um, just to, you know, spread some awareness on good things happening to people within our community, people who are continuing to um, light up the scene in their industry and do fantastic things. Um, So we'll get into that that when we come back here at Faith and Fashion three hundred and sixty, get into some music, and we'll be right back.
1: Our people are dying slowly every day. The enemy's trying attacking every way he can. We gotta fight. We got to fight, we got to fight, you see in this generation, materialistics swallow the minds of these innocent children, yeah, we got to fight, we got to fight, we got to fight, oh, you see the fame and the drugs, the money, the lust, the violence, the hatred, and we must bleed the blood of Jesus. Church folks are leaving, cause they're so confused about these wrongfully teachings, making a bad name for all of us Christians. So many saints are holding unforgiveness. We got nation against nation, earthquakes, areas crazy, people living in famine, everyone's losing patience. This is a war crowd that everyone needs to hear. sha e word you were singing over me you've been so so good to me before I took a breath you breathe your life in me. You've been so, so kind To me Oh, the overwhelming Never-ending Breathless love of God Oh, it chases me down Fights till I'm found Leaves to 99 I couldn't earn I don't deserve it, still you give yourself away, oh the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Still, your love fought for me. You've been so, so good to me. When I felt
3: Hey, guys, this is Jazzy, and you're tuned in to WFNK Radio. Next is Sunday Night Mix Show, then Sunday Soul Food, and don't forget Late Night Journey.
2: All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So I'd like to end the show off with some moving mountains, with some faithful moments, just some ways to sprinkle some sunshine into your week. So tonight I have two. If anybody is not familiar with um, the slutty uh, vegan franchise, um, the owner, Pinky Cole, lands a historic Shake Shack partnership. Um, She just is, like, she continues to just kind of, like, do amazing amazing things I mean like I have seen pictures of people like wrapped around her building to literally feeding the city for free in partnership with various celebrities to opening new locations throughout the country so it was just inevitable that this is what was going to happen So earlier this year, Shake Shack announced a series of localized chef collaborations in multiple cities. The partnerships were part of a project called Now Serving, which allows prominent chefs to put their own flair on Shake Shack's menu items and serve it to their community for one or two days only. But the best part is a portion of the proceeds benefits a local charity of the chef's choosing. In March, the James Beard winning chef Chris Shepard got the party started by selling his southern smoked chicken sandwich to Houstonians to raise money for hospitality workers in the area. Now, Pinky gets her moment in the spotlight to spread a meat-free agenda in not one, but two American cities. She's best known for Slutty Vegan, but before that, she was a New Yorker serving Jamaican food at her successful Harlem restaurant, Pinkies. And because she has played such a major role in the Atlanta and Harlem food scenes, Shake Shack will be offering her limited time Slutty Shack burger to both communities um, for the weekend. So adds this to the list of partnerships and business endeavors that she seemingly collects from doing a packed out slutty vegan tour to Steve Madden and to even our very own Will Packer. So she just kind of reminisced on the journey. Um, The slutty shack will be available for a limited time at Shake Shack locations in New York City and Atlanta. Um, Customers can purchase that and uh, the burger will be available in both places. Proceeds will be donated directly to Giving Kitchen in Atlanta, a crisis relief organization for people in the food and beverage industry and beverage industry in Roar in New York, a community of hospitality leaders advocating for the New York City restaurant industry. Shouts to her. Shouts to her. Um, And last but not least, Jaden Smith is getting ready to open a restaurant where homeless people can eat for free. Um, Jaden Smith is opening. um, It's called I Love You. It's called... I love you. It is a food truck initiative, which he launched nearly two years ago on his 21st birthday. The musician actor and philanthropist said his goal was to provide healthy vegan food for free to those in need in Los Angeles skid row area. If anybody's not familiar, skid row is serious. And it's just such a parallel to what California um, continues to be. I wanted, I've wanted to move to California for forever, but I just, that's dead now. Um, With the I Love You restaurant, Jaden wants um, those who can afford to pay for their meal to spend a little more as a means of paying it forward to the next person in need. But if you're not homeless, not only do you have to pay, but you have to pay for more than the food's worth so that you can pay for the person behind you. He spoke with Complex last year about how his I Love You initiative needed to switch up its approach when it came to lending a helping hand in wake of the pandemic. Instead of the food truck, Smith worked out a way to send care packages to Skid Row that included food, masks, clothes, and hand sanitizer. He launched his latest philanthropic project, as well the the Water Box, a filtration system that helped provide water to areas that struggle to obtain necessary resources. Um, so he is just doing the thing out in his community, um. And again, I think it's just super important as we um, kind of get to a place where the world's opening back up. Some of us are, you know, getting ready to transition back into amazing opportunities. And really, you know, God's going to be putting our foot to the fire about, you know, some of the things that we um, have been doing during this past year or so in the house. Um, So I just encourage you today to think about what that is for you. Think about how you can impact your community in a positive way. Think about how you can be of assistance. Think about how you may have needed the assistance and someone came forward for you and how you can pay it forward. Um, And in these times, as you're getting ready to transition back into work, as the kids are getting ready to go to daycare, possibly, and as you get ready to move into things that may look different and and be a little bit scary because it's been so so long since you've been presented with them, just continue to ask God for your strength. Continue to ask God to guide you through, as He guided us through the past year. As some of us were not working, as some of us were not sure where our next meal was coming from, as some of us just were at what felt like our bottom and the next day came and then the next day came and went and the next day came and went and you are alive and you are thriving and you are doing well and your family was clothed and had a roof over their head. You were not quite sure why you were trying to figure it out. And all you got to do is look up and say, thank you, God. You brought me through that. I know you're going to bring me through this next season. So I thank you guys again for joining me here at Faith and Fashion 360. I thank you for just rocking with me for the past month or so. I thank you for the continued prayers, the love and the hugs. I definitely have needed them. Um, but again, Just being here and being able to do what I love, I definitely know that it sets my mom's heart aflame with love. Um, So continue to join me here next week, same time and same place. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. And as always, happy Sunday and good night.
7: I can hear it in the crackle of a bonfire And I can hear it in the middle of the ocean water Oh, I just can't explain But it makes me wanna cry And I can hear it when the rain falls on my windowsill On a playground where children's laughter lives Oh, I can't explain But it makes me want to cry And I can hear it in the busy New York City streets And I can hear it in the country Georgia fields of green Oh, I can't explain No, but it makes me want to cry Sounds like grandmama where you come from, said it's kinda like laughter out of the mouths of your loved ones. I catch up with an old friend, reminiscing on bag wind. It's like a summertime sprinkler. Street side with my ice cream cone. Said it sounds like a choir. singing hymns, hallelujah. It's the voice of God. Hell, yeah. it can make a grown cry And I can hear it on the wind of an early morning (laughs) When the fog is getting thick and the birds are chirping Oh, it's just something I can't explain No, but it makes me want to cry And I can hear it in the hush of a midnight hour When I'm alone in my room if I'm going under Oh, I just can't explain No, but it brings me back to life It's like the sound of a newborn baby crying Yeah, like the final breath of a loved one passing Oh, it's a beautiful thing Yeah, cause it leaves the drive-thru movie, small town with the big screen like grilling out in the front yard. Sometimes it's the simple things, like storytelling with my grandpa. He was so easy to believe. Like when the sun goes up, yeah. Sometimes it's better when the sun comes down. Cause there's just something about the moonlight. And it can make you feel alright Oh, it's the voice of God And it can make a grown man cry Yes, it can, yes, it can It's the voice of God It can make a grown man 3 w the Water Walking Warrior, and I'm the host of the Kingdom Minded Show that airs right here on WFNK Radio every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to invite you to check out my show, The Kingdom Minded Show, where you'll hear Christian hip hop and rhythm and praise with a hint of reggae that will encourage, inspire, and challenge you to be more kingdom minded. It's WFNK all day.
6: This is my thank you to you This is my thank you to you Let's get it I'ma let it shine, I paint nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out you came through And when I had nobody else I had you So know that when I ball you fall too Know that when I fly you fly too And know that when we swag we swag out Haters hitting the can till they pass out Look, the square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas shoes into home sweet home With my backs against the wall I had no one Father you held me and called me your own this the reason I know I belong never feel me like you holding me strong This is the reason I know I belong never feel me like you holding me strong Say so this is my thank you to you this is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through all of the things I've been through See so this is my thank you to you this is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through hey Thank Thank you to you, this is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. See, this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through.